Creative Hill Podcast is here to give a perspective on entertainment, lifestyle, culture, and finance. My name is Keith Hill, and we'll explore this. Welcome back. This is Keith Hill with another Creative Hill podcast. And uh, as we go into, uh, as we end the week going into Christmas, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I should should be able to get a couple of more podcasts in before the end of the year. But again, I took a break so I could see what's going on, what's going to develop. The last uh, few episodes have been on the election and uh, it's still the message of the day. And um, mainly because we're witnessing a civics lesson that many people in this country have never had. You know, our nation was really founded, you know, and inspired to be a certain way. And even though these men founded this nation many years ago, Uh, the documents that they produced, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, these are, as far as uh, documents created by human beings uh, and self-governing, the best that man has ever produced. And therein is the blessing that came from God that enables the United States to be exemplary among all nations where a declaration has been made that we are one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Now many nations had leaders over the course of time that have made declarations like this. So this is amazing. And it's being put to the test as we get closer to the end of days. And uh, for those who are new here, you know, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I believe he's the coming King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And uh, that said, uh, there's a reason why we pray in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. One of the things that we know is that mankind cannot survive without the creator who created him in his likeness and image. Now that's not a side point, that's a fact. You don't have to believe it. I mean, you'll have your own moment in time with the the Lord. I I advise you to, you know, investigate that, that truth. It'll save your soul some problems in eternity because life goes on behind this physical existence and you need to know what the ramifications are if you neglect such a great free gift that God has offered through his son. Now that said, you know, back to the United States, this is an amazing thing that we're watching. And um, we're watching uh, that that this election has uh, been a mess. It's been a mess, I mean, 
you kind of could see it coming a few years ago when certain things were being introduced like mail-in balloting and so on and you know um, and here we are <laughs> you know this thing is still being contested in the courts and actually we're seeing you know in spite of our founding documents you know that this thing that has been created the United States of America is dependent on moral people being in charge. If you have immoral people in charge at various levels from uh, election uh, officials that are controlling to council people, to governors, to secretary of states, to companies that are in charge of voting equipment, all the way up to the Supreme Court all the way up to, you know, governors and even the president of the United States or those who would be president. If people are not operating in a, with a moral code, a moral center, a conscience toward God, you know, things start breaking down like what we see. So the media has a great number of the nation, I wouldn't say half of the nation, but a good number of people believing Joe Biden is president-elect. I'm telling you, this is far from the truth. <laughs> this dude, I don't care if you voted for him or Trump, is not president-elect. There has been some formalities, you know, been, um, you know, some certifications here with states. Uh, but this thing is being contested. And one of the things that I wanted to kind of share with everyone is to kind of prepare your heart for a challenge being made all the way into January. Now, the, the, the one thing that needs to take place or should take place is on January 20th, somebody is supposed to be sworn in as the next president of the United States, be it Donald Trump or Joe Biden. And here's the thing, since we last uh, were together, um, there's been a lot that hit the fan. Each of these states that are in, are in question and the ones that are in question of Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia. They've got stuff going on, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like I said, if you have people, immoral people in charge, you know, and you bring a case and a, a, a judge won't listen to the case and it gets bounced up to the next uh, court and it's supposed to go all the way up to the Supreme Court and you know, just last week we had our state, the state of Texas, bring a, uh, a suit against, you know, the, the four states in question, um, basically that, you know, appeals straight to the Supreme Court to be heard. And uh, the case is solid, man. I mean, basically saying that the, that the states in question violated their own state laws, violated the Constitution, and as a result of that impacted everybody in the, in the country and, and basically um, damaged everybody's votes. And there's something to be said for that. So, you know, appealing to the Supreme Court, and again, here we go. <laughs> John Roberts, the Chief Justice, for some reason, decided it was not the place of the Supreme Court to uh, get involved now, the founding fathers in creating this thing created 
three equal branches. The executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. And this is the one moment that you were created to do your thing, and they don't do it on a constitutional ba basis. <laughs> State of Texas said, hey, man, the Constitution has been, you know, violated here, and uh, we want you to take a look at this. And the Chief Justice, let's see, I learned something. I thought that, you know, the Chief Justice, uh, I didn't know he had that type of power as far as, you know, what the courts were actually here. This is actually kind of amazing. Now, he's kicked it back, and I believe he said they didn't have any standing. I'm like, if the state of Texas and these other states that join with them don't have standing about a thing, it's like, why do we have a Supreme Court if you won't listen to cases like this? You know, it's not a frivolous thing. I mean, they've got people on tape moving votes around, counting them in the middle of the night. They got thousands of sworn affidavits at this point, you know. And that's, that's as good as uh, evidence when you prove it in the court of law. I mean, people could go to jail for lying and stuff. So there's a lot there. And not to hear it, it's like, what is the Supreme Court for, man? <laughs> you just want to prove, you know, abortion being legal or not, and you can't listen to a presidential election case? So that's a side note. That's what happened since we last got together is that the Supreme Court... Um, is uh, negligent in its duties okay so anyway now we get the next civics civics lesson well what is the recourse if you have uh, an election is being contested well the state legislatures were given the power by the uh, founding fathers that they would be able to uh, collectively in their state make a decision as to whether or not you know they need to uh, certify or not certify will even send separate electors in disagreement with what has been done and that's what we're watching right now so just so you know I believe uh, you don't have the actual number in front of me but the United States um, the majority of states being led by Republican legislators okay and um, they have a right to in each state to contest a decision that's been made. So like for example in Georgia where the governor is a Republican and I don't know what's going on but he's going against his party not allowing them to call a special session so they can choose their own electors because they believe the election has been tampered with using these Dominion voting machines and whatnot. And there's evidence that's been presented and then it makes you think that somebody has done something wrong here. When your own party governor <laughs> is working against you, you know, this ain't about stealing elections. This is about making sure every legal vote counts. And that one, if, if there's been any shenanigans, that you should be able to investigate stuff. And this has been a mess, man, watching how Pennsylvania Michigan and Detroit, Wisconsin, uh, uh, Arizona, Nevada, how they've treated their constituents, man, this, this election cycle. You know, the, the one thing that this thing is built on is us being able to have fair elections. And them introducing this Dominion voting system into the mix has been a corrupting thing. And we cannot allow this to go unnoticed, unchecked. And that's what the media would have us have us do 
you know. But if we let something like this be done, and the proof is actually, I mean, it's just factual at this point. There's been corrupting of the ballots, man. There's corrupt, corruption in the uh, observation of the ballots, which is a law, you know. If, a per, if the other party, and it doesn't matter whether it's Republican or Democrat, both of them cannot observe the ballots, um, that's not fair and it's unconstitutional. So the Supreme Court could have got involved right there and they chose not to. At least Chief Justice Roberts. Because Chief Justice Alito, I mean, Justice Alito, I already put a notice out and put, you know, a warning to the Pennsylvania uh, election officials and Secretary of State to separate the votes out that came in after 8 p.m. on election day. And they dropped, I don't know how many, 100,000 or so uh, votes uh, in the middle of the night um, when they stopped counting. And who stops counting votes on election night? You knew something was screwed up just then. So now all the proof is on the table and there's even more proof coming in. Um, and the Supreme Court denies standing to the people that have been harmed by this. And so the stop, the ultimate stopgap the Founding Fathers gave, with, gave to the Congress. On January 6th, when they actually take the Electoral College votes and they vote for the next president of the United States in the House, if you didn't know that the vote is cast by your representative in the House of Representatives and in the Senate, and it first starts in the Senate, and just so you know, when there's a <laughs> Georgia, for example, is sending uh, their Republican majority electors, they've selected a different group to represent their interests, seeing that their governor and everybody else is against them on this and they won't be heard. They're going to appeal to the Congress and the Senate according to the Constitution. So here we go. Everybody's going get, to get to listen or learn something about the way our government was structured. There's some people who are socialists and leftists they would say the Electoral College should be dealt, uh, done away with, and this is the very reason why they created it. So popular vote wouldn't be the determining factor when something, some mess has been introduced. No, I mean, no, no, I mean, you know, the mess is here. <laughs> we cannot, under no circumstances, allow a, uh, an election to be stolen like this. Now, I don't mind losing, but don't steal nothing, man. You know, don't introduce mess into the, into the pipeline that we can't put this genie back in the, in, the, in the bottle. I mean, this is a mess like we've never seen, and it stinks to high heaven, I think. You know? So on January 6th, and between now and then, by the way, there's some things like, for example, did you know um, that President Trump, when they started talking about this was two years ago, when they started talking, Democrats was talking about, you know, introducing mail-in ballots. And he knew it was like, look, y'all getting ready to mess this thing up. It's going to introduce all kind of corruption and opportunity for, you know, things to go bad. And right then, not to mention he was under being persecuted for being you know, Russian, I don't know what they, I mean, they were accusing him for everything under the sun. And nothing stuck the whole time. 
trying to impeach him before he even got in the office. We're going to impeach him. So, I mean, what kind of mess is this? These people, I mean, look, if you're in the Democratic Party and you don't recognize that the Democratic Party has been hijacked by leftist socialists at this point, there's something wrong, man. You need to rethink what you're doing. They are not the Democratic Party of back in the day. John Kennedy and, and um, those years. This right here is leftist socialists disguised under the banner of the Democratic Party. And socialism is a precursor to communism. You want to know what that's all about? Look at China, how they abuse their people. I mean, the evil that's going on over there. That's why I can't stand, you know, our businesses doing business with them. How the NBA is playing games over there. And these people oppress their people like you wouldn't believe. There's people being killed, man. Do you know that there's people being organ harvested while they live? You alive, man. And they put you on the table and cut your heart out. So some Chinese Communist Party elite can have that organ and, and I guess live longer or something. And what happens to the person they just took the organ out of? They just killed them on the table. Organ harvesting, live human organ harvesting. Isn't that evil to you? When people don't have God, man, this is what they ultimately the governments go to. I mean, they ultimately do not have a moral compass. And here we are, the United States, we're supposed to live and try to be one nation under God. And we got people in our midst now, man, that they don't care about that. They don't fear the Lord. They will do this type of evil if, if unchecked. So back in September 12th, 2018, when it hit the fan that they were going to try to do this whole thing about, you know, the mail-in ballots and they were accusing Trump of being down with the Russians and everything. Nobody paying any attention, at least the Democrats, no paying no attention to the um, to the Chinese Communist Party and all the dirt that they do. It's all about the Russians. It's all about Trump used them to win the election. Get out of here with that. I mean, the whole four years, man, and now we got this, and they want to just like... <laughs> I'll just let it go. We, we, we won fair and square. No, you didn't. The Chinese Communist Party is all up in this thing. Not to mention this Dominion voting system that originated out of Venezuela with Hugo Chavez and Maduro. And now they've exported this thing to countries around the world. This thing was created to create mess in, in elections. And that's part, of not, that's part of what the Supreme Court denied the people from hearing about. The state of Texas rejected that thing. So glad. But as I understand, parts of the software in various forms have made it into various counties and whatnot. So we still got an issue with, with uh, that company or its uh, affiliates. But thank God, man, we didn't have the Dominion voting system here. Otherwise, we would have had a miss. They would have in certain counties. And I live in Dallas, in Dallas County. Man, I hope they wouldn't have stopped counting in, in the middle of the night or at 1030 at night like four other states did. How in the world, four states, you can't tell me it wasn't coordinated. 1030 at night, why 1030? Because Trump was beating them down. I mean, he was ahead when we got ready to go to sleep. He was up by, in Pennsylvania, like by 700,000 votes or something. You wake up the next morning, he's behind. 
<laughs> people being sent home. And then you supposed to make, we we supposed to believe that seven hundred thousand votes were counted in the middle of the night? Are you serious? And this is the reason why to this day you can look at the map. Well, you can't look at CNN. Fox is gone now. We don't listen to Fox no more. I mean, <laughs> don't get me started on that. We'll at the end show you where you can get fair news now, fair analysis and all of that. CNN and all of them, Twitter, Facebook. YouTube, they were all in on this keeping people from hearing the truth thing, like I've never seen in my life. So let me get back to this. So, so on September 12, 2018, President Trump uh, signed an executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign in interference in the United States election. Did you know that? And that may be the very last, if it, God forbid it comes to this, because if it does, I say pull the trigger, you know. If, if the Supreme Court is not going to do its job, if the states, legislators, are being blocked and Republicans won't do their job and have a backbone and say, look, this was stolen and y'all won't even let us count the votes right. We can't even observe the votes right. We're taking this to the Congress, and if you take that to the Congress and the House and the Senate, I suppose that, and just so you know how this procedure goes on January 6th, if one person objects and contests the conclusion or the, the, the results of the election in the House, no matter who it is, one person, and then one person in the Senate, they can throw this thing into... Um, deliberations where they have to discuss this matter and this is where the fight is going to happen at that point and there are going to be people that's already happened we already saw a fight uh, break out in the hearing uh, what was it, the day before yesterday Ron Johnson Rand Paul pretty much called this thing out in front of everybody and the Democrats were trying to make like hey let's get on with it let's move on these conspiracy theories, there's no conspiracy, there's fact now that there's been uh, tampering with this election. And I'm not finna, I'm, it's not my job to sit up here and try to prove, I'm telling you, I've looked at it myself. I'm like, you know, you look at it for yourself. And I will have uh, everything that I'm talking about, I'll have links. Matter of fact, there's a, um, before I read this executive order, just a little bit of it so you can get a, a, a taste for it. There's a great uh, report done by Newtang Dynasty News, NTD News, and the Epoch Times, which is highly recommended at this point. This is serious investigative reporting, serious documentary uh, work, and um, Facebook, I posted, to, posted it to my Facebook page, and Facebook immediately started saying it is partially false and everything. Who asked them their opinion anyway? When did they become like the orbiters of truth? For example, if I want to declare the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I don't need your help. If somebody else wanted to de declare the power of Satan, they don't need your help. We don't need Facebook telling us what we should be thinking. No more than Twitter and anything else. These companies have gotten too big, man. And this is all leading to this place down the road that the Bible talks about. But that's another episode. This whole thing 
of us being able to access knowledge and being able to share information has created a situation that um, uh, we now call the networking society. And I'll go into that a little later, right? But right now, this, this, uh, just a little flavor of this executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election. This was uh, issued on September 12th, 2018. So can't nobody say this was just done all of a sudden. This was two years ago because the handwriting was on the wall and some mess was being done. So here it reads. It says, by the authority vested in me as president, by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, the National Emergencies Act, and Section 212 of the Immigration and Nationality Act, and Section 301, Title III of the United States Code. I, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, find that the ability of persons located in whole or in substantial part outside the United States to interfere in or undermine public confidence in the United States elections, including through, including through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure, i.e. Uh, Dominion voting systems, through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the covert distribution of propaganda and disinformation constitutes an unusual an extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States. Although there has been no evidence of a foreign power altering the outcome or vote tabulation in any United States election, foreign powers have historically sought to exploit America's free and open political system. In recent years, the proliferation of digital services, i.e. Dom Dominion voting systems and so on, and internet-based communications, Twitter, Facebook, and so on, has created significant vulnerabilities and magnified the scope and intensity of the threat of foreign interference as il illustrated in the 2017 Intelligence Community Assessment. I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with this threat. And he says, accordingly, I hereby order. And when I say the next lines go into what Donald Trump as president has in his arsenal as we speak. Now, I give it to this man. I don't know if I have a temperament to wait. But he is waiting to the very last moment to see if his people going to do what's right. The Supreme Court has not done what's right. They have the power of equal branch of government and they have been derelict in their duty. Chief Justice John, uh, John Roberts, you know, they, see, that's why I don't like, you know, they can say, you know, I'm a Republican or whatever. You can say you're a Christian and you ain't no Christian. You know what I'm saying? There's on record in the Bible where people that believe they're Christians and Jesus Christ say, I never knew you. I don't even know who you are. What are you talking about? There's a passage in the Bible where people are casting out demons and giving, uh, doing philanthropic work, so to speak in the name of the Lord. And when they came to get, <laughs> have be acknowledged, they want to be acknowledged by the Lord, he's like, I don't even know you. You never dealt with me. You never dealt with me in truth. God wants people who worship him in spirit and in truth. And when we're doing stuff like this and when we vote, man, look, 
This is all we got. You got your one vote. If somebody illegal votes, they just took away your vote. That's not right. So again, I say anybody in the Democratic Party, you need to rethink what you're doing, man. Now, if you're so broken in your heart and everything that you know you socialist and all that, so be it. You know, people got to make their, make their choices. Everybody ain't going to be on the same page and in the same boat. And that's your choice, man. You know, but we got conflict. We got conflict in the earth. And it ain't because of Trump. We got conflict in the earth because there's a devil loose in, in, in the world. And he's a prince of the power of the air. The spirit that works in the sons of disobedience. And he knows he's on the clock. It's written in the, in the book of Revelation. It's written throughout the word of God how God is going to take back what's his. You don't think that... <laughs> Almighty God, who created the heavens and the earth, is not going to take back what's, he, what's his. He had already laid the groundwork with his son so he can gave, gave us a lifeline, okay? I took mine. Did you take yours? Now, that said, you think that the devil ain't going to do everything within his power to try to flip the United States to be like the Chinese Communist Party, taking advantage of our open society, our freedom of speech, and... You know, these people are using this stuff against us, man. <laughs> Straight up. And this executive order, 2018, was to come at that. Okay? So on January the 6th, Vice President Mike Pence is the president of the Senate. Did you know that? And he is the one that has to certify the election results. Did you know that? This is all on the book, man. This is all legit. This is all the way our government is set up, and it's right. The Democrats could easily be in, in, in these positions. You know? So when January 6th comes, I don't even know what to predict. I'm praying that the Republicans do what's right. I'm praying that they, you know, stand up and they can't allow, you know, an election that's been stolen right in your face. And even though judges and even the FBI and even the DOJ, I mean, William Barr resigns, well, he should have resigned. Ain't no way, like, for example, back in January, they had this laptop <laughs> that Hunter Biden left at a, a computer repair shop. The FBI had this thing, and it's full of all kind of damning information about him and his communications with foreign governments, co uh, companies, communications about you know, deals that are being done. All kind of mess on this thing. And Donald Trump was being persecuted. He was being impeached for stuff that, had, that was not true. And they had, the FBI and the DOJ had a laptop that could have proved that. What is up with that, man? So they're unaccountable. And people that are unaccountable kind of get um, comfortable. You know, people in the FBI and the DOJ and other parts of our government, man, they think they're running things. They're kind of little bitty, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to call these people, man. Some people call it deep state. But to me, this is criminality, you know. This is how you end up having organizations like the SS and all that that, you know, other governments have had to go against their people and everything. We can't have this, man. So I'm telling you, this is the moment that you're getting ready to get taught something. Now, Donald Trump, if it comes down to it, 
I'm praying that he pulls the trigger on this emergency, this national emergency, because he's got plenty of evidence. So that will be the thing that you watch for. You're watching to see if the Republicans who have the majority in this situation, how do they have the majority? Well, they control the Senate right now, and that's why this whole thing with, uh, with Georgia is kind of important, you know, winning these two senatorial seats. And that's a whole nother thing, man. I mean, here it is. They just screwed up the election in their state, and then they got a runoff, and they're going to use the same Dominion voting systems. I mean, the Secretary of State is a Republican, and, it's, and the government is a Republican, and these dudes have not helped this thing at all, which makes me think that uh, something's afoot. There's some criminality involved, man. There's no way your party, you know, we're not talking about breaking laws. We're talking about just you doing your job and you don't do it. That's breaking the law. So now, you know, you got separate electors going to, you know, the Congress to contest this thing. Now, we don't know. There's an Alabama um, representative that's in the House that already said, he said he's going to contest this thing. So that's that one. And he's probably got other ones. And then one senator. This is all it takes in, in, uh, in, the, in the Senate. And I don't know what's going on with Mitch McConnell and all that. But uh, these people better get a backbone, man. Because like I said in the last episode, this is not necessarily about Joe Biden. This is about our elections, man. If an election can be stolen using technology, we're in a we're in a bad place. This this is this is the end, you know. This is the end. Your vote won't matter from this point on. Man. Not to mention if if they pull this off, Joe Biden and what he's coming in with is socialism. Is all kind of mess that the Chinese Communist Party, you know, is all about, and we are diametrically opposed to their ideology, to their to their their mission. They do not believe in the Lord our God, man. How are we going to partner up with them? We'd be unequally yoked. That's the whole point that Trump introduced onto the world stage is that we have no compatibility with this system. And yet, because of the cheap labor, taking in, them taking advantage of their people and companies like Apple and other companies want to get the cheap labor and turn, turn a, a blind eye to the fact that they're dogging their people out. NBA wants to go over there and play the games and everything. You got LeBron criticizing Trump and everybody else, but he going over there turning a blind eye to how they dogging out their people. This is hypocrisy, man, at the highest level, you know? So this is a mess, man, that we're getting ready to see sorted out, or we're going to witness the failure of our nation, the fall of our great nation. Because it will never be great again. You heard Trump say, make, a great, make America great again. And people have attributed that to him talking about white folks and everything. No, he's not. He's talking about, man, there was a time when people, uh, the traditional values that made our nation sh strong, believing in God, believing in family, traditional family units. And as a black man, the family unit in our black culture is almost devastated, man. 70% last I heard single family women taking care of, taking care of, um, of boys, girls, babies, being on support from the government and all that. This is just in the black community. You tell me what's going on in your community with that. 
This is not the way it was intended. This is not the way it was. So making America great again is about us believing in family structure again, believing in God again. Do I know that's, you know, that's the ultimate nail in the wall right there is that, you know, and this is the reason why, you know, the Lord, you know, is coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords will be seated on the throne of David in Jerusalem. This is a fact. It's got nothing to do with no Palestinians. And by the way, did you hear? Now, this, <laughs> this Warnock guy, pastor at Ebenezer Church where Dr. King and his dad were preaching. Now, in an interview, <laughs> he comes out, he's in the, talk, in the middle of him talking and makes reference to Jesus Christ being a Palestinian. And I'm like, what? I need to find that clip somewhere and play it. He actually, I'm like, man, Jesus Christ is a Jew, man. <laughs> what kind of minister of the gospel doesn't know that? What kind of minister of the gospel is in charge of Ebenezer Church in Georgia? Dr. King would roll over in his grave, man, choke this dude down, man. <laughs> Do you not know that Jesus Christ is <laughs> lying of the tribe of Judah? What in the world? That alone disqualifies him. Not, not only that, but he's involved in some shenanigans with regard to the Chinese Communist Party and all that, too. Y'all don't know this stuff, man. Y'all need to pay attention, man. It's not about black and white, man. You know, I mentioned scriptures because this is an underpinning to everything, you know. It talks about, like, um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and wickedness in high places. When you get into it with somebody, typically that's what's going on especially if you love that person, if a family member or something, and you can't get agreement, and you be understand, trying to figure out why. The scriptures say we're wrestling not against fat flesh and blood, but against principalities and power, powers and wickedness in high places, especially if a person, the other person that you love doesn't have a, a relationship with the Lord. The enemy can manipulate and just mangle things, man. And you can't get agreement. You can't get forgiveness. You can't move on. People develop bitterness in their heart and everything. Hatred and all kind of murderous things pop up, you know? And so when people say the nation is divided, yeah, we're divided. But this has always been the case in the world. I mean, we are in conflict and, and the world is in conflict with the creator God. How about that? So that's the ultimate conflict that you're not watching, but it's hanging over your head. And as we see these things happening in the world today, I'm here to tell you if the United States falls, there is no other nation that can step on the world stage and defend you against evil. And every time we get an immoral leader in, in, in place, they somehow weaken us even more. And you think Joe Biden is a moral guy? Him and his family have gotten rich 47 years. And now his son is under FBI investigation, which we knew that. But now all of a sudden they want to come out. All of a sudden CNN wants to talk about it and all that. Man, forget them. No, you know, they were denying all this stuff prior to, to the election. And now all of a sudden they want to break the news like it's some news. Man, forget them. You know, we get our news from elsewhere now, man. So I want to recommend NTD News. You can go to ntd.com. Uh, I want to recommend justthenews.com. And um, there's a great documentary on this, uh, on this election uh, by a young man named Joshua Phillip of Epoch Times. And uh, he was the one that broke out a documentary back when the pandemic hit. And because they followed the Asian Pacific 
area for years. I mean, he's in the United States, but you know, he just has a gift uh, for investigative reporting and and um, analysis of these things. And so, you know, this whole thing with uh, the the CCP virus, as they call it, and I like it, you know, because that's where it came from, the Chinese Communist Party virus, man, Wuhan <laughs> labs and stuff, that the documentary that they produced went into so much that people didn't know. 130 million people around the world saw that documentary. And here it is. This is the next documentary. And that documentary is uh, called 2020 Election Investigation, Who's Stealing America? 2020 Election Investigation, Who's Stealing America? And you can find that on ntd.com. Okay. And uh, so in closing, what are we looking for? Well, we're looking for for example, which I think that deadline is going to pass, the, and it's in that executive order, the, the Director of National Intelligence, okay? Now, this, is, this deadline is going to pass, but I, I think they get a extension. And this is continuing with what Trump signed into this emergency order, executive order. It says, accordingly, I hereby order, Section 1A, not later than 45 days after the conclusion of a United States election, which we just were coming up on it. I think it's the 18th. The director of national intelligence, which is John Ratliff from Texas, y'all. He's a good man. Okay. The director of national intelligence in consultation with the heads of any other appropriate executive departments and agencies. That would be FBI, DOJ, CIA, and anybody else, Homeland Security, whoever it takes shall conduct an assessment of any information indicating that a foreign government or any person acting as an agent of or on behalf of a foreign government, that's where it could get like dicey if they prove that this whole thing with Dominion is actually controlled out, outside of the nation. And there's uh, proof, I believe, that has not been allowed to be told in the courts, Supreme Court. But here we go. If... <laughs> It says that shall conduct an assessment, and that assessment is being prepared as we speak, okay? As an agent of or on behalf of a foreign government has acted with the intent or purpose of interfering in, in that election, the assessment shall identify to the maximum extent, extent ascertainable the, the nature of any foreign interference and any methods, voting equipment, system, software, whatever, employed to to execute it, the persons involved, and the foreign government or governments that authorized, directed, sponsored, or supported it. The Director of National Intelligence shall deliver the assessment and appropriate supporting information to the President, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of the Treasury, the Secretary of Defense, the Attorney General, and the Secretary of Homeland Security, all these agencies will be put on notice about this report. And it says within 45 days of receiving the assessment and information described in section one of this order, the Attorney General and the Secretary of Homeland Security in consultation with the heads of any other appropriate agency and as appropriate state and local officials shall deliver to the President, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Treasury, Treasury and the Secretary of Defense a report evaluating with respect to the United States election that it that is the subject of the assessment described herein. I 
will have this document in the show notes that you can click and read on. And when I tell you that Trump can cause the seizing of all voting uh, machines since they didn't want to do the audits on the votes and everything and all the ballots that were uncounted, uh, not counted appropriately, every piece of equipment that was tampered with, he can order by this order that it all be locked up. And that the military, as you mentioned, you saw in there, it says, and the Secretary of Defense, and that the military can actually be deployed to control this stuff so it can be investigated. Now, Trump is a courageous man, and I hope it doesn't come to this, because the first thing people are going to say is that he's a dictator, this, that, and the other. He is not a dictator. This is his second term. He won by a landslide, and they're trying to steal it from him. That's what's up. And if he doesn't do everything humanly possible within his power, that's actually him being derelict of duty. So we can ready to watch it hit the fan. I hope this executive order, I believe that's the absolute last step. If the Congress, if the House and the Senate don't make this right and, and correct this wrong, then Trump is going to declare a national emergency and he's got every right to do so. And then we're going to see it hit the fan. And uh, so be it, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell you why I say so be it. So be it because I'd rather the fight be on this side of the table as opposed to people getting in charge and having a left, progressive, socialist, communist bent. That is an immoral bent. There is no um, saving, redeeming qualities in that. You can't expect to have fairness once they get in power, okay? If you can steal an election, guess what? They can come in and take your guns. I don't own a gun, but I have a right to have one. Kamala Harris is talking about, you know, she's been on the record for real about taking guns away from people. This stuff will happen, man. I ain't trying to see that. So I'd rather the executive order be called and declared. I'd rather Congress do its job and, hey, man, let's just fight this out, you know. I don't think Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the political side of it, which is not about black lives, by the way, I don't think they want this fight. I think they want the revolution so the people are deceived about certain things. That's what the devil wants as, as well. Read Revelation 12, 9. It talks about that, that old serpent, the, the devil, who deceives the whole world. That's present tense, not past. So that's where we are. And, um, you know, I'm going to close it out right here. We got, a, we got a few days, and there's still stuff hitting the fan. Uh, but this was enough to bring to the table in this podcast. And... You know, um, if you pray, this is the time to pray to the Lord, man. My prayer is that, you know, I'm like, Lord, don't deliver us into these people's hands. I do not want to be under the control of communist, socialist, leftists, man. I don't. We're going to have issues and, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all don't want this, <laughs> you know. So in the show notes, you'll see everything I've talked about, the executive order where you can read it on your own, the documentary that I think you'd be, um, it'd be great for you to see the documentary, um, 2020 election investigation, who's still in America. It's about an hour and a half long. Be well worth your, your, your viewing time, you know, and just, just have a, just have a fair mind, man, you know. You know, it's okay to win and lose in elections. This is a whole nother thing when people stealing and doing devilment, man. It's a whole nother thing. So, uh, what else? I want to invite you to join me on the YouTube channel where I flip the script a different way. 
we focused on um, well the concept of being your own bank and I'm sharing information about you know the digital asset class where Bitcoin and other assets like it are changing people's lives I mean we're actually able to you know invest in different ways you know you can get beyond the traditional banking system that doesn't give you any kind of interest on your money and get involved in investment strategies that are here because of these digital assets and I'm sharing some of that a lot of that the ones that I'm involved in and not representing them some kind of financial advisor I'm just telling you what I like and um, you know there's there's goodness over there <laughs> so there's creative hill channel on YouTube the creative crypto playlist is what you want to delve into and uh, please hit the subscribe button wherever you happen to be listening to this and um, if you think this is you know something that's worthy of sharing please share it with other people subscribe wherever you can you know it helps me get up and noticed and uh, quietly uh, more and more people are listening to the podcast and that was one reason why I wanted to come on today and uh, at least try to do one a week but I really want to do two or three a week, you know. And um, so that's it for today. Um, until next time, God bless you. I want to thank you for listening today. If I was able to add some goodness to your life, I'd appreciate it if you now click on the subscribe button so you can be notified when I have something new to offer our listeners. Consider subscribing to the newsletter and our social media, wherever you happen to be. We'll go deeper and deeper. I hope you'll stay tuned. Until next time, God bless you.